Welcome to Mishnah study. Over here, we're going to continue on the theme of we're discussing about olive trees. Uh, beforehand, we spoke about important types of olive trees. Now we're going to segue on for a moment on to speaking about a regular olive tree. And then we'll see that the Tosifta, the Gemara, explains that the latter half of our Mishnah is going back to speak about the more important, um, you know, noticeable or more important, the uh, olive trees that we discussed in the first Mishnah. Zait shinimsa omed ben shalosh shurot shil shene malbenin ushchaho ena shikha. Zait shiesh posa'ataim ushchaho eno shikha. Bamed varim amorim, bizman shil no itchilbo. Aval imitchilbo, afidu ke zait netofa bishato ushchaho, yesh lo shikha. So firstly, when you have a zayit, when you have an olive tree, now I'm going to talk about a regular olive tree, right? Not something special, not a, a zayit netofa, not a Californian olive, what we want to, you know, it's just a regular simple olive tree that's standing in between three rows. Uh, each, each of these two rows has two malbenim, right? Two really, I, I would say, uh, we explained this before, is just an open, you know, area, um, you know, that's the shape of a rectangle, right? So you can see the picture Harambam actually drew. You see there's three rows of olive trees in between two malbenim. And he forgot one. Now Harambam explains he forgot one of the middle ones, right? One of the middle ones are basically being hidden from the other olive trees. So he missed it because it was hidden, right? This goes back to a similar rule. Like we said, if a, an ani stands in front of a haystack, in front of weed and hides it, it's not considered shikha. So to appear, the olive trees were hiding this olive in the middle. And therefore, even though he forgot it, he forgot it because it was hidden. So therefore, this is not considered shikha. That's the first part of our Mishnah. Next sentence says, Zait, that has two sa'atayim and he forgets it, is not considered shikha. Right? And Ambam doesn't explain anything here. Um, actually, maybe we can infer something from later on. I would just point out, though, that in the Chibur, right, in the Mishneh Torah, already he says that any tree that you forget Sa'atayim, right, if a person forgets Sa'atayim in any type of tree, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. He says, right? If he gets two trees, doesn't matter how many se'ima there, it's considered, it is considered shikha. So how come over here he's saying this olive tree is not shikha? Would an olive tree be different than all fruits? He seemingly said all fruits. So we could explain, uh, I'd like to explain that this, what we're saying over here is zayit that has two se'a is not considered shikha, is specific to what we mentioned in last Mishnah. Not any type of olive. I think the pirush over here is speaking about a zayit netofa a specific type of olive tree. That is what, if even if you forget it, there is no shikha, if there is sa'atayim, even if there is sa'atayim. Now, right? what are we speaking about? Now, what does this question mean? So Harambam explains, that the Tosifta already explains, is going back on the last Mishnah. This is really the Talmud saying, this is really Tosifta saying, that what we speak, what we spoke about, in last Mishnah, the Zayit HaNetofa, right? That if a person uh, remembers, it's something that you remember. So therefore, a Zayit HaNetofa, there is no Shikha by that. When do we say there is no Shikha? There is no such thing as forgetting a Zayit HaNetofa. 
When? If you didn't start to harvest it, but let's say you started to harvest the tree, if you started to harvest the tree, then he forgets it afterwards, then there is shikha, because he already started to work on it. He knows that it's there, he started to work on it, it doesn't matter of its importance. At this point, if he forgot it once he started to harvest, then that is considered shikha. Next part of the Mishnah, this is a separate mahlog of when, how long are the Aniyim allowed to take harvest, you know, basically pick the olives that, uh, you know, that fell, or even take the olives off the tree that was left over that were forgotten, right? How long do they have? So, as long as there's some underneath, right? He's allowed to take from the top as well. I'll explain what that means in a second. The Bimeir says, right? The Mehabe is basically this wooden bat that they would, you know, bat the tree with so all the olives would fall. You know, modern day, actually, if you look at it, what they would do, they would take a machine. The machine would take, you know, hold around the trunk of the tree, it would shake the trunk of the tree and all the olives would fall down. Over here, this was some type of bat that would hit the tree, the trunk of the tree, or probably more of the, the anafim, the branches, and that would knock the olives off the tree. Right? It's called the Mehabe because it actually reveals what's hidden. Right? Mehabe is actually hidden. So this is reveals, this, this bat reveals what's hidden, reveals all the olives. Now Rabbi Meir says, right, what's he saying? Once the Mehabe passes, that the, uh, the Anim are allowed to take Shikha as long as there are um, fruits on the tree, as long as there are olives still on the tree and not everything fell off of it. But once the Mehave came and battered off all the olives off the tree, then the Aniyim are no longer allowed to take, right? Then the season's over, then it's anyone can pick it, right? It's not just the Aniyims anymore. And Chachamim say the opposite, until the fruits from under the tree are finished, right? Once all the fruits are you know, picked off the floor from under the tree, then the Aniyim are no longer allowed to take what's on top, what's still on the tree, and Anacha is not like the Bimir, rather like Hakan.